2: We're back. It's biscuits. It's a colon. It's a hockey podcast. It's uh, been nearly seven days. It's been six days, and I'd say about twelve hours since the NHL announced that Kid Rock is going to be at the All Star Game. Timing it beautifully, so me and Sean weren't ready to do a podcast about it. But we're back, and I am the Dave part of the Dave and Sean. And hi, Sean in Ottawa. Hello. It's
3: uh, yeah. It is Sean. I'm coming to you from. Uh, Ottawa where we love hockey so much that we have turned the entire city into a skating rink today oh bad weather huh Canadian we got, weather yeah we got we got the big uh, big frozen rain uh, last night and it's just it's the, the just walking the kids to school was ugly so I can only imagine what the what the drive into work must have been for people really but I'm surprised I can, Why would not they,
2: the, they just close up all the the beaver pelt and kayak factories on a day like this. Why would they make you skate? We, on a, never, skate the we river? don't close for weather up here. We <laughs> they, they shut
3: the buses down every like three times a week, but no, we don't, we don't close. So it's, yeah, it's, it's icy and ugly, but I can, I can report that my commute from my couch uh, to the mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Vice Sports Ottawa, I'm actually in the secondary campus right now, which is my basement. Ah. Uh, but it was, it was, it was
2: fairly quick. Well, Icy and Ugly does sum up Ottawa hockey, I would say. That's that's a good it's a good it's a good mix. It's a good it's a good it's Icy, good. ugly and in the basement. <laughs> the Ottawa yes. Senators. Well I we, we, we should probably just talk about it real quick, even though it's seven days old because it, it's still it's still the raining dumbest thing the has ever done and, and we hear it we hear it biscuits call on a hockey podcast are all about the dumb things the NHL does and I, I'm still so here's 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 my quick take. We're not going to do the whole first thirty minutes on it or anything because I know you're, you've probably forgotten about it or you're sick of it already. But I I like when 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 people screw up or do something dumb. I like to kind of put myself in their shoes and say, could I have made this mistake? Could I have done this? Could I have not been aware of something that I could have you know stepped on my own balls and and screwed up? And so the, the, the NHL says, hey, we want Kid Rock to perform at our All Star Game, and you're just like. Okay, if this was two years ago, say, they were like, we need, we need the Kid Rock to play the pregame or the intermission, whatever the hell he's playing. And it's pre-Trump, and it's pre-him running for Senate, and it's pre-him putting out you know, tr- pro-Trump shirts and hats, and it's pre-him getting up on a stage at concerts and screaming about transgender people and Colin Kaepernick, and it's all before that. And they said, hey, come play the Columbus All-Star game, whatever one was two years ago. And people were like, whoa. This is the guy that for a very long time would have a Confederate flag hanging on his stage. What's, why, would you, why would you want that to be part of the league? But the last two years have happened. The last four months have happened where he was opening up Little Caesars Arena in Detroit, home of the Red Wings, the team that had to put out a statement in August that said, hey, that Nazi group at Charlottesville that was using our logo, we, don't, we didn't condone that. We're, we're, we're extremely against that, and, and we'd like you to stop using that, and we're going to do everything in our power to make sure you can't use that. People were protesting this guy four months ago over all that stuff, and the NHL still said, hey, how would you like to be associated with the National Hockey League? And I just don't get it, because you can pick any old act from the 80s or the 90s, and we'll laugh about it on Twitter for a day, and then we'll forget about it. And that's pretty much the goal for an NHL event. You're not going to get Timberlake, you're not going to get Beyonce, you're not going to get John Legend, you're going to get Space Hawk you're going to get you're going to get you're going to get three doors down. Like why not just get Hog to play in the meantime twice and we'll like that song and we'll move on and watch the third period. I, this is so dumb because it's just it's 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 so unnecessary because like the NHL never wants to get involved in politics. They say that outwardly, but they do because there's taxpayer funded stadiums like the one in Little Caesars Arena in Detroit. But you get sometimes why they do it. You understand why Even though you don't like it, you understand it. Like they get involved in the Calgary mayor race because the other guy is more owner friendly, and the the guy who won doesn't want to give the billionaire owner their money for taxpayer money for an arena. So you get why they do it, but you don't like it. The Penguins going to the White House, you don't like it, but you get it because teams have always done it. And if they don't go, you know we don't like we don't want to hear it. But it would cause more problems than them going, so they go. You hate it, but you get it. You don't need Kid Rock at your All Star Game. You don't need to be associated with. it. You don't have to do it. You don't even need a. You don't even need a musical act. Nobody cares if you don't have a musical act at the intermission. We'll watch Liam McHugh call Mike Milbury an idiot, and we'll laugh for five minutes. And then we'll watch that. third. It makes no. Une- it makes no sense. It just. It's so dumb logically that I can't understand how. We we all want leagues and and businesses and corporations to be good and stuff, but at the end of the day, they're gonna do what's best for the brand and all that. So. I don't understand how we got to the Kid Rock thing this easily when the the brand part like the, the greedy, selfish business side of the NHL should have been like, well, we don't want to tarnish the brand, blah blah. Let's let's get let's get Space Hog. I really wanna see Space Hog play. I'm not gonna lie. So so that's yeah. that's that's my rant about that and you know, I, I just don't get I, it. Uh, it's it's just funny because a week ago we were joking about like
3: the chain smokers and fire right. for fighting and and now it's like they feel like the best case scenario all of a sudden. Uh, here's, here's, here's my view. I mean, it, it, as far as the question of why the league did this, there's, there's kind of two options that make sense to me. And I, I hope it's the first one. Like, I, I hope that the reason that they did this is as simple as the fact that Kid Rock is A, vaguely famous, has decent name recognition. And more importantly to them is an actual hockey fan. Uh, He's, he's a hockey fan. He's friends with a bunch of the ex players. He's one of like Chris Chelios's Malibu mob buddies, I think. And, and maybe that's as far as they thought it. Maybe they just went, you know what? We went and got Def Leppard and they put the cup upside down and embarrassed everybody. And, you know, we've, we've, how many times have we had celebrities on our award show that don't even know how to pronounce the names, Here's a guy who will like legitimately come out in a Red Wings jersey or Hurricane's jersey, since he's he's one of those, he's kind of a bandwagon fan who's flipped back and forth, but at least he's a fan. Uh, and you know, we've got somebody that can actually seem like he knows what he's talking about if if anybody asks him about hockey. And it and it won't be an obvious case of somebody who, who has no interest in this league uh getting getting that spot. I hope that's what it is my concern and my my fear is what if this isn't about a league that didn't didn't understand that this would be controversial what if it's not a league that didn't care that it would be controversial what if this is a league that actually is kind of given a little like nudge nudge to that segment of the population that that would approve of kid rock and his politics and kind of saying like hey you know i, I there's There's an awful lot of people out there, you know, down in, in your country these days that are very unhappy with the NFL and they're very unhappy with the NBA. And gosh, that seems to be a lot of sports fan dollars that suddenly might be up for grabs and is the NHL kind of subtly positioning itself to, to maybe be on the receiving end of that? I, I really hope it's, it's not that, I hope it's not that cynical uh, and you know, but
2: there's a part of me that,
3: that wonders if, if that's not a piece of it. And, and I really hope I'm wrong.
2: Yeah. Your two choices are really ignorance or malice. And I guess ignorance is better than malice in this case, but I mean, yeah. whew, it's just, so or, dumb. or it's, you know, or it's
3: not ignorance or, or maybe it's just them saying, yeah, you know what, this is going to be. This is going to create some controversy. People are going to complain, but there's a certain segment of our audience that complains about everything and is is always looking for something to to yeah. knock us over. And so, you know, we'll just But you need, that able, and, you need to be able
2: You need to be able to But but de- again, like if, <sighs>
3: if if this was if if we were to like if if this was somebody who was in the top 10 right now. If this was like one of those big name artists then there's a part of you that would go, "Okay, I like I get it, you know, you're you're going to Offend some people, but you're also going to get some attention and some publicity, and and maybe some extra people will tune in.
2: I mean, that's would they though? Does any does anyone ever tune into like, I mean, like like I'm watching the Super Bowl halftime no matter what because it's just there, you know, like it. Yeah. It, it, if it's Bruce, people Springsteen tune in or... for the Super Bowl halftime show. People to tu- you know, like if you had.
3: Yeah, but but I mean, yeah, it's got to be, you know, like it, like if the NHL, I don't know, I'm. I, I'm so out of the loop on like what would qualify as
2: as as you know like a a, a big get, uh. But well, somebody it's, somebody it's, named Philip Phillips sang the national anthem before the Patriots Jaguars game. Apparently, he's he's a get. I don't know who that is, but his name is Philip Phillips. So let's I, let's I see
3: if he wants to. Let's get Pete Peters to call him up.
2: <laughs> <and> <laughs> That's a good pull. And
3: Fedor Fedorov,
2: and we'll kind of just lobby him like, hey, you'll fit right in here. Why not train? Train's always hanging around. Like, I don't, and, and and the argument too from like the, from like Kid Rock fans is like, oh, you can't get, you know, every artist has some sort of political blah, blah, blah. Like yeah. I'm from Jersey and I write about sports. And so I am bound by the laws of this state and my job to like Bruce Springsteen and all of Bruce Springsteen's politics kind of line up with mine. But if you go to a Bruce show for like five minutes, he's going to preach to you about how war is bad. And I agree. War is bad. But at the same time, in the back of my head, I'm like just play Thunder Road, man. Like, I know your politics already. Let's just get the, like, I understand that you yeah. want to, you you, you want to at least minimize politics in your life when you're out doing stuff that doesn't involve politics. But, I mean, if the, if the NHL had gotten like, you know, I, I don't know, who was at the Democratic National Convention? like Well, like, like the, be one annoying. of the
3: examples would be like, if they went and got Eminem, who did that big anti-Trump rant a few months ago, then all the same people that are saying Kid Rock is fine would be upset. And all the, same people that are upset about Kid Rock's, yeah, at least from a political point of sure. view, would be fine with with Eminem's politics. They might not be fine with some other things, but you know, we would just and we would just flip sides, and that's part of why you know I am a little bit sympathetic to the league because they're probably sitting there going, "We're going to get
2: ripped no matter what." But that's so, not true, though. Like they could they could just pick any any They could pick Eddie yeah. Money. Have Eddie Money come out and play whatever the Eddie Money song was from the eighties. Like it's just it's get get Shaka Khan back. She's, yeah, people they, people were referencing that. Like, or... I don't remember that being that bad. I mean, like the, the 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 goal for an NHL musical artist, whether it's like the Winter Classic, the All Star Game, whatever, is just to have people joke about it on Twitter for twenty four hours, and then we forget about it, and that's it. You know, like like yeah. even even when they and, named Justin Timberlake, we, we there was jokes about Timberlake. People don't like Timberlake right now. There's a lot of like, yeah. it, it's so easy to just and, not and, do it, just not. Uh, I don't know. I just and, and like we and we should be clear here. Like
3: nobody is suggesting that. They're going to, you know, we're going to get to this intermission in the All-Star game. They're going to say, ladies and gentlemen, Kid Rock, and he's going to come out in front of a Confederate flag and and start saying horrible things. Like, he's going to come out. He's going to do his two songs that you've heard of and one from the new album that you've never heard of, <laughs> and he's going to be wearing a Chris Chelios Red Wings jersey, and then he's going to say, okay, thank you, and the Tampa crowd will cheer, and, and you know, immediately there'll be a bunch of people going, well, what were we all so upset about? What what was wrong with that? But it it's but, but know, it's, it's the association. Not it's is, not going to be the song. Yeah, it's going to be the exactly. fact that they
2: thought this was a good idea.
3: Nobody nobody thinks he's going to go he's going to go nuts up there, I mean, but it's it's just might. I don't know. Like, well. What maybe.
2: what if like what if like, but, there's but, what if there's like someone in the what if there's someone in the crowd that. holding like a I love Colin Kaepernick sign for some reason and he screams out some stuff about like it's it's yeah. it's it's not a powder keg. But but even it's if close. he doesn't, that doesn't that doesn't make it okay. Like the fact that, you know, he he
3: gets through 3 songs without embarrassing the league doesn't (laughs) doesn't mean that it was a good choice it's you know it's just you know again this is you know we've already probably gone longer on this than than we should but there there is a small but not insignificant portion of the nhl fan base that for a long time has kind of had this nagging feeling that this league doesn't really care about us or even like us very much and and just sort of tolerates us as long as we're spending money um but that's as far as it goes and and you know stuff like this is just one more thing that nudges those people away from the league and this is not a league that can afford to be pushing people away these days or at least i wouldn't think that they are yeah. maybe they disagree
2: well 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 speaking of dumb things with the all-star all-star game the skills competition is a little bit different this year. That's that's exciting. There's there's yeah. lights. There's there's uh, there's there's tiny nets. There's there's all kinds of new stuff. That's really gonna get me pumped for Saturday. Kinda, I guess. I don't know. I tune in anyway. Probably. I always tune in for Saturday more than I do for Sunday. I don't know about you. I care more about yeah. skills than I do about the actual game. But it's a nice little it's a nice little change up. To I like the I like the accuracy shooting thing where you have to actually hit the target that lights up. That's a that's a fun little aspect to it. I like that.
3: I, you know, I gotta be honest, I I like the changes that they made. I I know this is people are not used to hearing this uh, from us, but I, you know, and, and when when the release came out, because we heard, it's been weird, like it was two weeks ago that we heard the reports that they're changing up the skills competition, but they were still testing things and they didn't want to announce what the actual events were until closer to. So you had two weeks to think like, oh, what, what, you know, how is the, the NHL going to screw this up? I don't really think they did like they, they left the, the main events that I think people want to see the hardest shot fastest skater accuracy shooting, they left pretty much intact or improved like the accuracy shooting, like you said, they're now they're going to have these targets that light up and you got to hit the one that lights up and it's supposed to be random and assuming that works. And I think we can all imagine a scenario where it doesn't. Right. And, you know, we're all standing around waiting for the <laughs> waiting for the tech guy to to come and reboot the system. But assuming that works, that's going to be cool. the The hardest shot, I don't think, has changed at all, other than from the way I read it, they're 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 not going to have the player shoot twice in a row. They're going to do like one shot, and then you come back and you do another shot based on the order of the first one. So that'll be a little bit better. And the and the fastest skater is there, and the the nice thing about this is they've actually finally put in place a rule about where the players are gonna start so that we're not gonna have this controversy we've had over the last few years with like Dylan Larkin breaking Mike Gartner's record, but he did it with a with a hit with a running start, and and then Connor McDavid didn't break the record, but he had to start flat from the from the, the line and now they're like
2: they're just gonna have
3: everybody start from the same place, which is great because now I won't have to hear from like Red Wings, fastest skater truthers who want to show me frame by frame breakdowns of why Dylan Larkin really did break Mike Gartner's record. And uh, so that's good. And then they've got yeah, these like these new they've got this passing one, which sounds like it could be a bit of a mess. And sounds like it it might be a little bit too complicated, but could could also be pretty cool. Uh, And then they they basically took the breakaway competition and turned it into a, a a goalie competition where it's consecutive saves which to me is just a kind of a nice little psychological trick when you've got you know when it's a low scoring league where the goalies kind of have the advantage to turn it into turn it into something about uh a, you know about how many saves can the goaltenders make rather than putting the pressure on the the shooters to 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 actually score then you know this way if if some division goes like one for nine. It's not gonna, it you know, it, right. it won't seem embarrassing. It'll seem like wow, that was great goaltending. That guy, that guy won the, won the, uh, won the competition. So, I like it. I, I feel like this is, and, and I'm like you. I like the skills better than the actual All Star Game. I, I I'll I'll tune in. I want to you know, I want to see this. I want to see if it works. And and uh, uh, yeah, I think they they did a good job. The the one thing that i think some people might be disappointed is they got rid of the like the funny dress up breakaway competition slash comedy show which had created some some funny moments but i feel like that's the kind better to to
2: cut the cord on that a year too early than a year too late but why cut the cord at all I like that. See, imagine if that one was there instead of the puck control relay. The puck control relay sucks. It's it's it it involves such a high amount of skill, but I don't know if it just translates on TV. Seeing Patrick Kane stick handle through pucks, you know, like it's 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 great that they can do that. But I mean, I mean, Jake Voracek taking Johnny Goudreau down the ice like he's a little kid. That was the best. That was my favorite one. That was funnier than that was funnier than the Jagger dress
3: up. That was funnier than Chewbacca because it was done like spur of the moment. I remember being there and just like the realization of what they were doing it was so good. Just that that was great. But it's also like that whole thing to me like first of all you can tell some of the players are just really uncomfortable with it. Like there's I mean this is the NHL, right? Like there's no like Austin Matthews isn't going to get up there and do something hilarious. Like Connor McDavid doesn't want to get up there and uh and, and and break out the prop comedy. And but maybe he does. Maybe like, he's got... starting He's funny. Maybe he he's, he's I mean, a, David a, might. Matt Matthews. Yeah. Matthews. Good, but he seems the, the the yeah. it, it, like. It started to get a vibe, kind of like remember the NBA slam dunk competition where it was it was cool for a lot of years, and then you're like, wait a second. It turns out there's like 12 different dunks you can do, and <laughs> once we've seen yeah. them all, you're sort of like, I this is okay. We don't need to to see this anymore. And then they they changed it up, and you could like park a car under the basket and stuff like that. But but even then, it's kind of like. At some point you've sorta of, you've sorta of seen seen it all. I don't know. I, I wouldn't have minded having that in there, but I can kind of understand why if they had to cut something, yeah. They cut that. And maybe they bring it back every few years to save up your ideas and uh you know, or the other way to do it is get the Department of Player Safety to allow them to use the flaming pucks that they keep refusing to let them use. I can't remember who it no, was. No, it was
2: Johnny Gaudrill who wanted to light his stick on fire. I, okay. I think, yeah,
3: there's somebody was doing something with fire. That was Columbus too? I think. Yeah, <laughs> the, that was the Columbus. The game. Department of Player Safety literally stepped in as player safety and was like, "No, you you can't set things on fire." Which...
2: Hit hit each other in the head all you want, but I mean, if we're gonna start lighting inanimate right. objects on fire that may melt ice, we can't have that. We're sorry. That's where we draw the line.
3: I just please don't let whoever has the consecutive game streak <laughs> try to set their stick on fire during the <laughs> skills competition and get themselves suspended. Because uh, I don't need to see any more tearful video. People were mad about that, by the way. I don't know if you. I'm assuming you got the feedback, but I had people
2: when when you said that Andrew Cogliano didn't. I mean, probably I, didn't care about the I did, streak. I, didn't I got mean, that video yeah. sent to me so many times. I didn't mean like he completely doesn't care. I just mean like he's 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 going to move on from this and be just. He didn't lose a Stanley Cup in Game Seven. He lost this. He lost a streak. That's they, they probably meant something to him. It did mean something to him. But you know, uh, I mean. I guess. I i the I guess. Their, I was gonna say. I guess the real answer is that I don't care. Is really the point. Yeah, maybe that was. it. <laughs> but the ducks had
3: their thing where they were like, "Our true Iron Man," and it's like, yeah, this is totally gonna be like, they're just not gonna recognize the. Oh, are the, they still uh, doing the it? Suspension. Are they, are they still like? I. I. They. They put like this thing up on the scoreboard, and there it was like, you know, our the real Iron Man, and you know this sort of stuff. So. I hope they do. I hope, like, in the media notes, it just says, like, Andrew was playing his 832nd consecutive game. And you're like, I don't think he is. And they're like, yeah, he is. <laughs>
2: he just is. Are you sure? Because a couple of weeks ago, I could have sworn I saw him. He was teary-eyed. Nope. Nope. Yeah. He was sitting next to me in the press box. <laughs> Mm-mm, nope. That yeah. wasn't him. They're totally going to have a ceremony when he gets to 960. It's going to be great. Ah, this sport. This sport is so crazy. I was texting with someone about that, and I was just like, I don't understand how all these people... For years and years and years, after every single player safety decision, they say, "Hey, you went too soft. You're 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 going too easy. You're not protecting the players." And then Andrew Cogliano hits a guy super late in the head, and it's like, "Well, how about we open up a loophole for a guy who's got a streak?" What? What? what people. So what's your favorite skill? What's your what's what's the one you don't want to miss? I like the breakaway one. I think I like the breakaway challenge that's now the save challenge the best. I like watching all the dudes just go crazy on breakaways and goalies, either stack the pads yeah. or...
3: I do. I I like that. I liked it better a little... Remember a few years ago, they did it like rapid fire, like you went back in, and now I think they're doing it more shootout style where... That, that's the one thing I don't like about the skills is there's so much downtime. And I know they have to stretch it into like a two-plus-hour... Production. It feels like it's like forty minutes of actual skills competition, and then a lot of awkwardly explaining rules, and then interviewing players. And like, how did you approach the hardest shot? I go, well, I tried to shoot the puck hard. <laughs> great. <laughs> Thanks.
2: And the hardest shot. The hardest shot. Things like, too, because like you never like you just it, it like it. This looks like a shot until you see the 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 clock, yeah. and you're like, oh, ninety eight. Yeah, you're 4. just
3: you're just waiting for a, a, a number to flash That's on the so screen. Great. I've always liked the accuracy shooting. I like even going back to the old days when it was four shots and, uh, you know, with the the little styrofoam things and, you know, Ray Bork and guys like that going four for four. I've, I've always kind of been a, been a sucker for that one. And uh, so I'm like, I, I would have been fine with keeping, keeping it the old way, but I'm sort of, I'm sort of intrigued to see how the, the random ones and then like that they're adding the, the fifth. Spot, which I'm assuming is five hole, which doesn't seem like that would be all that hard to hit, but just a spot we'll middle. see. I'm wondering who. I can't wait though until like the the random sequence, like some you know some fan base is going to complain that their guy lost because he got like the hard ones in the wrong spot. Like players like to go top corner first, you know. If you make them go low and then it throws them off, it was rigged. That's why we. That's why our guy went two for two for ten at the.
2: In the finale, the NHL hates Patrice Bergeron. That's why they made him go low, low, high, low, high. It's bullshit. I don't yeah. like it. I wonder who's typical, who's going to have the hardest shot. Pro Canada, like who's who's the hard shot guy? Because yeah. there's no Char, there's no Weber. Like I don't even know who it would be. Subad? Yeah, that's good. That's good question. I'm trying. Yeah, I don't because uh, apparently the last time somebody Giorgano's won it besides right someone besides Char or Weber won it, it was like a tie between. It was Adrian O'Coin, and uh, I can't remember who the other guy was. But I was reading it, and I was like, Jesus, it's really been Weber and Char for all. I thought like maybe there was one other guy that got mixed in there. But yeah, we're gonna have a new hardest shot king this year. I don't know who it would be though. All these little finesse guys. Oh, it's, I mean, you got
3: to think it's got to be a defenseman, and there aren't that many defensemen there. I mean, I I mean, could could someone like Ovechkin or Stamkos? I mean, they're Maybe if you fed him a one timer. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like Ovechkin doesn't really. Mike Green.
2: Uh, Mike Green doesn't really. have a lot of, a I'm,
3: shot. Like, I'm scrolling down the list now. A lot of the defensemen aren't guys that, like, Carlson's not known for. Yeah, these aren't guys that bomb it, having a big shot. I, I think it
2: might be Subad. I, I, I really mean, think his one timer might be. Could
3: be the guy. I'm trying to think of or, like, or the other guy would be
2: Burns. I guess he's the other guy who's kind of got the yeah, kind of yeah. got the bomb. Burns but. versus Subad in the final, or however they're going to do it. But yeah. It's,
3: it's, Burns versus Subban in the final, and they have to do it dressed as Yager and Chewbacca. <laughs> there you go. Best of both worlds. Did you see Subban's on the... uh supposed to be on the Daily Show this week.
2: Yeah, I saw that. I I think I might have to actually that's watch pretty, the Daily Show for the first neat. time in that's, two years. I wonder what he's, Is yeah, he selling know, like, stuff? I don't know
3: if that's an NHL thing or yeah. if it's like the Predators did that or he did it himself, but like, good job to whoever did that. Like, that's That's one of your guys you should be getting out there to, to 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 do this stuff especially all-star week that was a that was one of those things where i was like wait they did did that actually happen and i kind of waited a day to see like you know <laughs> nhl make Subban
2: cancel they're not
3: happy but no that's good job by them
2: yeah should be should be interesting to, to i wonder what he's gonna say i wonder like what the what the i like if he has like a cookbook or something like if he's got some he's got some stuff he wants to get off his chest like i don't know i'm trying to i'm trying to i don't know Subain, I, I got a what?
3: feeling you could ask that guy pretty much anything, and you'd get, uh, you know, you'd, you'd get a good answer. I hope he, I hope he just goes there and confuses the hell out of an audience that doesn't like do the whole thing, <laughs> do the Don Cherry impression for the entire segment. No one will know, and see if anybody picks up on it. Yeah, they have no idea. Just
2: be like, that guy talked weird. Oh, all all right. well, a it's the halfway point of the show so it's the time again where we take a break and uh we come back really quickly or maybe after like 30 seconds we don't know it's it's really fun so let's let it's the mystery ad let's, break let's take the break and we'll be back in, in a in a certain amount of time
0: So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com.
2: And we're back. Boy, that was quick. That was That was, that was super duper fast. We've already solved... Well, We didn't have to solve the all-star game this year we've, we've, we've we, we solved the, no. the musical act of, of just don't do it and then we'd be we like the skills this is this is a weird show yeah, they kind of solved it solved it yeah, for I us. Mean, we didn't even have to weigh in on that I, I had notes I had like charts and graphs about you know optimizing millennial viewers attention spans with with some skills but these are these are these are good man.
3: Yeah, and I also, I also like the, as an added bonus, the new feature they're doing this year where they're just not announcing Victor Hedman's replacement because everybody they consider keeps getting hurt. And I, I think they're just going to wait and like a guy wearing like a, a pro wrestling mask is going to come out and play <laughs> in the third defense spot for the uh, for the Atlantic and you'll have to like wait
2: until the end to find out who it was. And then he'll win MVP and then he'll tell us that Colin Campbell told him not to play because he would shame his family so that's why he wore the mask. <laughs> <laughs> And he tears it off,
3: and it's John Scott, and we're all like, "Yeah, you're six foot nine and you can't skate." We all figured out it was you on the first on the first shift.
2: Uh, we knew it was either you or Jamie Alexiak. I mean, it was one of the two. We knew it was we knew it was a tall guy who can't skate. By the way, I think Jamie Alexiak is actually doing really well in Pittsburgh. Not really well, but I think he's he's been better in Pittsburgh than he was in Dallas. And that's just that's just how it always works. Hey, just just give us your yeah. young defenseman who's not developing, and we'll we'll take him and we'll go win a Stanley Cup with him. It'll be it'll be fine. Uh so, you, so so Vegas, Vegas, huh? That's, that's, that's still yeah. the thing. First place overall. I, you know what? I, I was thinking about this the whole time during the Patriots Jaguars game, as it was, as, as it became slowly more and more evident that it was rigged and it was fixed and that the Patriots were going to be handed the victory by smiling referees and horrendous calls and horrendous non-calls and, you know what? I'm 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 starting to now want to get on board that it's rigged for Vegas. That that something's going on. It just doesn't make any sense. It, it's it, there's there wasn't a, there wasn't a a sane enlightened person in hockey who saw that roster going into the year and thought best team in the league for sure. Well, but but here's the thing that I've discovered only
3: only recently is that apparently lots and lots of fans knew that this was going to oh, really? happen. I guess yeah. Apparently, there was some sort of Twitter bug where they couldn't actually tweet that at the time. <laughs> but what happened? Like on the weekend, I, I tweeted out a stat that I that I just thought was was interesting and funny. I wasn't I wasn't trying to prove any points or anything, but I, I pointed out that the the Golden Knights had just won. I think it was like their thirty first game, and it was January twenty something of their first season. And I said by comparison, the Ottawa Senators didn't win their thirty first game until April, whatever it was. Of their third season in the league, which sort of draws a you know, a little, but, but, and I had all of these people tweeting back to me. First of all, I had a lot of people who were like, well, the expansion draft rules were different back then. And it was like, thank you. I, I didn't, I wasn't aware of that. I'll delete the tweet now. That's, but I had a bunch of people who were like, you know, like took it further. They were like, no, this is like, what did you expect? The, the league rigged the expansion draft. They made it so easy for them. And, you know, b- basically the, this idea that the league gave them this sweetheart expansion draft that was just designed to produce a President's Trophy slash Stanley Cup contender. And I'm kind of looking at it going like, really? Like getting the ninth best player from every team was like, I, that's better <laughs> than getting like the 13th best or whatever the Senators and, and Sharks and whoever had to had to deal with. But I can't. I can't remember a single no, person nothing. who thought this team was going to be good. I, I do remember seeing people... My my memory is that when they announced the expansion rules and people started looking at the lists, I remember seeing some people say, you know what, you could squeeze a playoff team out of this. At least a playoff contender. And then when the draft happened, a lot of people kind of felt like that McPhee had, had left some value on the table and, and made a couple of odd picks. But, you know, there were definitely... People out there saying like this could be an 80 or an 85 point team this could be you know nobody was like oh well yeah after that draft this is this team's gonna win the pacific uh you know and be the the top seed in the west
2: nobody, nobody said that. nobody nobody
3: so don't don't come back now and act like oh you know the draft was was so unfair and so so awful i, sh- I should go back and check those are probably the the NHL GM burner accounts that are
2: right. Oh, are, oh actually, yeah. actually, you know what? Um, William Carlson, we all knew was really great. We just, we just didn't have. I mean, they just didn't have room for him. Yeah, that's it. They, yes, they didn't. That's, that's that, it. It's and, and the other thing that I've, you know, I,
3: I got people asking me now that they're like, you know, are they going to change it for Seattle now? Are they, they going to like, like ramp up the difficulty, make it tougher? And it's like, dude. Seattle's going to be paying $600 million to join the league. They're not changing anything. Right. They are not going to, they're not going to make the, you know, they're, they're not going to change the dra- The only way they'll change it, if history is any guide is they will, they, they might make a rule that says, if you lost a goalie in the Vegas draft, you can't lose a goalie in the, in the Seattle draft. They've done that in the past. Mm and and they might make yeah. Vegas exempt from from losing a player. Other than that, like they're they're not going to get like they they're they they are thrilled with this. I mean, this uh, you can every Vegas win probably adds a couple million bucks to the price tag for the Seattle team because how much more valuable is a team that is competitive right out of the gate versus Having to wait five or seven years, which normally is is what we've come to expect. And the expect. other thing
2: too, people forget about the Vegas team is they they were they were not eligible to pick first. I mean, they, they every every expansion team that's come in has pretty much had the yeah. first or second overall pick, depending on how many. Well, teams. they were they were in the lottery. They could have won it, but they they didn't. Well, yeah, but I mean, they went back to what sixth or whatever. Like they. But like 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 Tampa and, got and, like Cavalier, Columbus got Nash. Like there's all these teams that mm-hmm. came in and they got a superstar foundational player to start. And 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 Vegas right. Vegas got James Neal for a year. Like it's just it's insane. It doesn't make any and, sense. And they had you
3: know I mean we it's kind of forgotten now. But remember they they had that ridiculous run of goalie injuries, right? Where they were calling guys up from just Oscar
2: like, Dansk. You know, like, who's hit? who's yeah. that?
3: and And the thing was, like the first twenty games of the season or so, Vegas was like they were fake good, they had a good record, but when you looked at like the underlying numbers and that, you're like this this team isn't that good; they are getting you know they're they're playing all their games on home ice, there's something going on with teams coming into vegas uh and and but they're not they're not as good as their record shows, but since then. They've been still kind of
2: fakish good. good. They're not the best team in the league. If you look
3: at this, you divide it into, yeah, I don't think they're the best team in the league. And I don't think anyone, well, I shouldn't say that. I don't think many people, if you had to say, okay, you know, make your Stanley Cup pick right now. Like we can all see the first round loss coming, right? Like we can all see the 116 point President's Trophy and then you lose in the first round to like Dallas or someone like that. Like I, I think we can all see that coming. Um, but I'm hoping we get the Vegas Colorado matchup that will just make absolutely no sense whatsoever.
2: It's like like, seriously, I'm I'm convinced November November 2016 we all slip into an alternate timeline, like in the TV show Sliders with Jerry O'Connell, and now we're just in some bizarre reality where everything feels the same. You look around and like you know there's. There's still like the sky and there's still TVs and mountains and cars. And you're just like, this feels real. And you put on your TV and it's like the Vegas Golden Knights, the number one team in the NHL. And you're just like, oh, something just, I don't know. Yeah. I feel like I'm in a dream.
3: And you flip the channel and it's like the Patriots are going to the you're oh, like, Oh, okay. okay. We're good.
2: We're good. We're grounded and we're grounded. In, how did they win? Oh, they, they got it. They only, they only, they only call for one penalty in 60 minutes. Okay. Okay. We're still good. We're still, whew, boy, I was scared there for something. a second. Thank God for the Patriots. They give us something to cling to. Oh, man, when it was twenty to ten and the Jaguars had the ball, I was texting my friend. I'm like, if they don't get a touchdown here, they're going to lose. Like, they're going to twenty four twenty is going to be the final. And then uh, we can't, we can't do that. We can't do that on this. By, by the way, for, but, so last week I wrote about Kid Rock, and I I basically wrote a thing where I was like, root for the Jaguars. I got so much more angry people about root for the Jaguars than I did about Kid Rock, which is way more political than the than the Jaguars. I I, I don't know. I I can't. I can't figure out the internet, man. I don't, I don't, I don't understand it. But speaking of figuring out the internet, I know you wanted to. You, I think, I believe you wanted to discuss the uh, the Vegas Golden Knights Twitter account and whether or not it's funny. It's, it's not. It's not. It's, oh, it's yeah, not. I mean, that's but just. God. Yeah. So, so what's what's your take on? Because this seems to be developing into oh, a uh, into a
3: debate. It's bad. The, the Vegas Golden Knights Twitter is it is it great?
2: It tweeted two periods terrible, to say that... it's the second period, like. You're trying wait like like I p- people do that to me sometimes where I tweet a joke and it's like you're trying too hard like no actually it's the opposite The reason this is so bad is because yeah. I'm not trying at all <laughs> you're, you're misreading yeah like that's and pretty pretty much look. all team Twitter accounts are bad except for like the Kings the Kings won't actually get some genuine. Right. Non, like, like you're, you, like you're usually laughing at team Twitter or league Twitter account jokes because of the where they're coming from. Like, if you or I tweeted it, they'd be like, "What the, what the, Sean? What is this? Is stupid." But it's yeah. a team Twitter account, it's, so it's it's funny because it's your favorite team's Twitter account. But
3: yeah, it's it's. I think it's just yeah, it's like team Twitter is the same as like NHL player Twitter. You're, you're just so shocked yes, when right you get something interesting. Like I don't follow any team Twitter, and I don't I don't think I follow any players. Other than maybe Luongo, because the ninety percent of what they tweet is terrible and the ten percent that is good you see it anyway. Gets immediately retweeted right. by everyone else, so you you see it anyways. I like I feel like with the Knights it was kinda they kinda had this shtick that was kinda cute at the beginning when they were like the expansion team and it was like they're the expansion team that doesn't know they're the expansion team and they're trash talking the Canadians and isn't that like isn't that cute? And then they turned out to be good and it was like, Okay, we don't like the trash talk anymore i don't know i i feel like i'm the only one who feels like the golden
2: knights twitter is
3: is fine Mm. it's not great it's not it's not my favorite thing
2: but it's it's like the whole ted two thing where they 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 were like here are the bruins line combinations and it was just all the names that wasn't like that was stupid don't get me wrong but like they, they spent they spent the whole game tweeting in a boston accent the whole game the whole yeah. game, Sean. That's it's that's like that was that's worse than anything they did that day. Park the car in front yeah. of the. Oh my god! For three hours. <sighs> but it's, again, it's a team Twitter account yeah, where we. I, I talked about this either on this podcast or somewhere else. The other podcast we don't talk about here, but is is when you. I, I would imagine if you if you run a team Twitter account it's so easy to get the retweets and the likes and it just becomes this, it clouds yep. you. It clouds what's good and what's bad because you can just tweet two periods and be like, that's the second period and it's like 875 likes and you're just like, oh man, nailed it again. And you lose perspective yeah. on what's good and bad but it doesn't matter again because you're a team Twitter account. You can do you can do whatever you want. I, I guess all I'll say is at least
3: they're not just doing, like tweeting the same GIFs that every other team yeah. tweets out and at each other. Like I hate that Oof. when like a bunch of, little chain forms were like all the team oh look they're all yeah, tweeting that too. cute gifts that you saw in your timeline eight months ago at each other by the way we need to retire some and gifts. i told totally, by the way i totally get why they do that i can't even imagine having to a lot of, like a lot of engagement I, I had to tweet for a company once and it was a nightmare because everybody wants to give their opinion on everything and i can only imagine like what it must be to be like the guy who tweets for the maple leafs knowing that like Lou Lamorello is lurking in the background. <laughs> like, did you did you try to make a joke there? And you're like, no, sir, nope. nope, just just lineups. That's it.
2: So I get like I'm not knocking the people who do the
3: accounts, but yeah, I
2: I don't. We need new ones. We need new gifs. We need new. I'm I'm every th- there is pretty much not a tweet you can click on that that has gone viral where you won't see the Jonah Hill at the award show doing the That's enough, bro gesture with his hand it's yeah. in every single reply yeah. to every single tweet ever I think we got like the blinking guy but we, we got a
3: we got a great new one last night with Austin Matthews did you see that yeah it was the, pretty good his his, his reaction his to the uh, to the no goal that was uh that that one I think we can get a good solid two days of use out of that before it's completely beaten into the ground and makes you hate life every time <laughs> you see
2: it actually the Leafs are playing you probably use that a lot for the next two and a half months you probably Man. could it's 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 weird it's weird how they're just so i mean like they're missing morgan riley now so it's different but yeah like i every time I, well but they were they've been doing this right, since before right yeah were, but i just thought, i just thought like hurt. you know what they're fine i mean detroit's not no one no one behind them is catching them but yeah yeah
3: it's the leafs have like are quietly not well, if if anything the leafs can do is quiet but they are sort of like a little bit under the radar not actually as good as they were last year but last year they were Scrapping for a playoff spot, and this year they've more or less got it already wrapped up. And we already know they're going to finish third, so it's like people aren't really paying maybe as much attention. But
2: like they're not, they're not super good yeah. right now. I, and I think I, maybe I'm misremembering this, but I think last year when you count up all the losses over time or otherwise, they lost more games than they won. Right? They were like forty-one and or forty and forty-two or something. Right? If you count, yeah, I
3: don't, I don't remember exactly. They, they were like that's that's part of the thing. Like the this year their record is in terms of points is is pretty much the same as last year but they're winning shootouts this year they never won shootouts last year and, and shootouts are largely luck so it's kind of like they're they're actually in in some sense even underperforming what they were last year so and they're doing it all despite the fact that they're getting fantastic goaltending from from Frederik anderson which kind of makes you wonder like what happens if he goes cold yeah,
2: but yeah, yeah they know. were they were I'm... forty, twenty seven, and fifteen. I, some, somehow, I can't remember when friends' birthdays are, but I can remember that the Leafs won won forty games and lost forty two last year without even looking. Oh no, yeah, definitely, yeah, forty and forty two for sure. Again, it's year three. They 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 still don't have, they still don't have the defense. That's championship defense. But again, like this is also a weird year too. Where seriously, Vegas. Friggin Vegas could win the Stanley Cup this year it's not out of the realm of possibility because the the lightning are are kind of falling apart because because again apparently that that team was cursed by a witch two years ago and now nobody can none of their key players can stay healthy all season Pittsburgh is still kind of figuring it out nobody trusts the Caps the Blackhawks aren't going to make the playoffs probably They're seven points out of a playoff spot so you know hey get to the playoffs and maybe your goalie gets hot and and you, you you win 16 games and and then you can talk but, talk all yeah, the crap Yeah, no I don't
3: I don't like the leafs odds right now cuz they're in they're in a terrible division top to bottom but once the playoffs start their path out of the division goes through Boston and Tampa in some order
2: I'm still well, not sold on Boston like... Boston's been playing really really no, I mean they've been playing really really well fair. and there's no reason to doubt them but I don't know it's just, it's like it's almost like Vegas where going into the year I really didn't think too highly of Boston like I didn't think they were like they were like in that Ranger Islander you know Eight to twelve area where yeah they can make the playoffs, but they're playing so well. I just I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I well, that's
3: the thing. I mean, we there's there's maybe there's no point talking about it now because if if I mean the if the Avalanche can win ten games in a row and you know all these other t- who who knows who's going to be like some team will rip off. It could be the Leafs. The Leafs could win ten yeah, straight in March and sure. we'll be like. Yep, Stanley Cup favorites again. And they ripped off half like, of the wins like with Jonathan Bernier along. in net,
2: right? Like Jonathan Bernier has been in net for a decent number of those wins. It's not even. It's not he's even been like far... for almost all of them. I think is that what it is? Because he's he's their guy now. Like like it's not like Semyon Varlamov is having a, a heart trophy season and he's stealing games. But I I love ah. the uh, the the comments from like
3: the uh, Nathan McKinnon where he was talking about how the Matt Duchene trade was what turned them around. Yeah,
2: good for him. And, <laughs> and he was
3: like, you know, he was, very, and then you could tell like he kind of heard the words come out of his mouth and he was like Matt's a great guy and we all liked him and he handled it well but it's sort of like yeah the turning point was when you left that's that's gotta be fun to, and, and I know like Avalanche fans I keep seeing them batting around that tweet for, or not the the quote from Duchesne when he left when he was like well I, f- I just want to play playoff hockey <laughs> whoops well guess what That. hey speaking of uh, speaking of uh, struggling Canadian teams I, I just want to we'll we'll touch on this briefly before we do the questions because I just, I love these stories. I You you know me, Dave. I am a sucker mm-hmm. for a good coincidence story. Like, I love nothing better than when you see, like, one of those, you ever see one of those stories where, like, some married couple is looking through their childhood photos and they suddenly, like, they realize that there's a photo where the the future spouse is in the background and they're <gasps> like, oh, my God, we were both at Disney World at the same time. We didn't even know each other. We wouldn't meet for another... Twenty years, but we're in this photo. It's 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 so crazy. Sure. Like I love that stuff. I, I and we got one of those stories this week. I, I don't know if you heard this, but the Edmonton Oilers <laughs> who are having a terrible season, who are just, you know, struggling top to bottom the whole organization, lots of panic mm-hmm. that that they are wasting the prime years of Connor McDavid, and, and they decided very wisely to go out and hire a new coach like a skills coach to work with with players at various levels of the organization and so you know presumably, like skills coach that's a pretty vague job description there's, right. there's presumably dozens if not hundreds of, of candidates out there that you could that you could hire for something like this and so they they did what i'm assuming is it was a very extensive search talking to many many people until they found the exact right candidate and then here's the crazy thing they hire the guy. It turns out, the guy they hired actually once played for the Edmonton Oilers. No kidding. Like, are you serious? What are the odds? What are the odds of that? It's a guy named Paul Coffey, and he didn't just play for them. like he was really good. He was a star player on like their Stanley Cup teams. Wow. Wow. And I mean, it's it's got to be one in a million. And 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 the weird thing is, like they actually this this has happened before in Edmonton. So I mean I can just I can only imagine like you know imagine when they hire him and they're like we got to get you to Edmonton you we, you got to come up here and, and get the lay of the land and meet and meet the people who work here and he's like you know what actually I've been to Edmonton before I used to play there and I know most of the guys in the front office cuz they all played on the same team like when he walks in the door and Wayne Gretzky and Craig McTavish and Kevin and Lo- Kevin Low like turn around and they see him they got to be like oh, are you kidding me what what are the odds that another guy from our glory years, with minimal, if any, experience in the job we're hiring him for, gets hired. It's just—it's how does it happen? Man, life,
2: life is life is crazy. Man. Life is life is crazy. That's like a, that's like a Drew Barrymore, uh, Gerard Butler romance story. Like, how does that? Like, Oh my goodness!
3: <sighs> it's 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 just it's. I mean, the 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 odds of having that many guys from the last team that was good turn out to be the best possible candidates for all of these job openings you have is it's astronomical but i guess i don't know there must have just been been something about those teams here's my Uh, idea
2: here's my idea for a movie it's like it's like oceans 11 right where pete chiarelli is he's danny ocean he's he's the he's the thief and he you know he puts on like a like a black sweater you know black hat black pants black gloves and he goes to break into the hockey hall of fame And he's like, he's climbing on the walls like a cat. You know, he's he's using pulleys and levers to kind of slide above the security guards. And then he slowly slides down to the Stanley Cup. And he pulls out a blowtorch. He pulls out a little chisel. However they do it, I don't know. And he just starts chiseling his name into all the 1980s Oilers Stanley Cup championship teams. And then two weeks later, somebody comes into his office and says, Sorry, we have to let you go. And he goes, Really? You're going to let me go? A member of the 1986 or whatever year it was, 1984, Stanley Cup champion Edmonton or other teams, and they're like, "You weren't on that team," and they points to the he points to the Stanley Cup, and they see his name there chiseled in all weird, and you're like, "Oh my god, you were, you were there." How about how about a five year extension instead? And he's like, "Got him again." Bum, bum,
3: bang, bang, bang. I'm picturing now like Shorey getting called into, into into the into the like Kevin Lowe's office or you know, Daryl Gates or whoever, and he's wearing like his Bruins Stanley Cup ring and then like four more made out of tinfoil <laughs> that he's just like drawn a little oilers logo on you wanted to see me boss
2: yeah we have to uh oh you know what actually no never mind we're we're good He's like, wait, what do you mean? Something. I wasn't on the, I wasn't on those Oilers teams. Why don't you, why don't you take a look at this video? And he puts in like a VHS cassette, and it's like Wayne Gretzky on a breakaway, and then he just goes like, Shh. and then it's like, it's like, uh, it's like Michael Sarah on Arrested Development doing the the Star Wars lightsaber stuff, but yeah. it's just him stick handling in his garage, and he's like, score! The Oilers win the Stanley Cup, and Kevin Lowe's like, all right, I forgot about that. Stick around. What a fantastic goal by Wayne Gretzky, assisted by Paul Coffey and Peter Wow. <laughs> Okay. Congratulations to Peter Chiarelli and the Edmonton Oilers on their Stanley Cup victory. <laughs> oh God, it's so great to be a dysfunctional franchise. It's, it's just like there, there's there's, no, God punishment. Bless the there's no punishment for it because even when they're God bad, God people still show Oilers. up. They still get Connor McDavid. By the way, I I, I well, they got their they got their big free arena. They're all they're all they're, set. They're, they're piss filled. Not enough seats. Have people stand <laughs> in the concourse arena. Oh God! What a league! Should we do some questions and then and then and then mosey on back to our back to our lives? Is that, is that a, does that sound like well, a plan to you? We didn't tweet it from the Biscuits podcast site today because we're dumb. But um, right at the top, a convenience story. He's got a really long name. I'm not going to look up his Twitter handle. What is happening with the Devils? Well, here's the thing: they really they're really not that great. They've kind of been winning you know, the Brian Gibbons was shooting like 45%, like a month into the season. That was kind of helping. They, they were just putting, their PDOs crazy. And now, Corey Schneider missed some games, and I think it's all coming back down to earth. But they're not necessarily a team that's for sure going to fall out of the top eight. So, I think you're just kind of, everything's kind of leveling off for the Devils. They're also missing yeah. Taylor all yesterday. That's a big reason why they didn't score any goals. But they're they're still fine. They're just not, they, they were never going to be the best team I in the I think East.
3: they're, yeah, they're, I mean, they're, kind of fine i mean they're they're yeah. getting dangerously close to the playoff bubble i think you know like when we were talking about vegas earlier and we said they they started off being kind of fake good and maybe now they're real good i think the devils were always a little bit fake good at least compared to their record and yeah you're sort of seeing it even out a little bit now and it's one of those things where like if they end up missing the playoffs by one point if Heading into the season, if you had said that's what was gonna happen, you go, Well, that's a huge success that they got back to that level, but because of the way they started, it's gonna feel
2: like a disappointment. Tom Fooleries. I get it. Tom Fooleries. If the Caps win every game for the rest of the season and face Pittsburgh in the first round, who would you pick? <laughs> Absolutely. Penguins. <laughs> penguins, everyone's picking the penguins. I didn't that? Think twice. That would... Well you're saying you're saying the Caps no. have won forty four games in a row. You're gonna pick the Penguins. yep. Penguins and six. Yeah. That's that's what I'm
3: saying. Six, maybe seven. I don't know, whatever the most heartbreaking possible scenario. Well, that was would be. a
2: question this but, week. I don't know what your thoughts are on it, but like, how would you rather have your favorite team lose? Would you rather lose in a blowout, like the way the the Vikings lost to the Eagles, or would you rather lose the way the Jaguars did and just blow it at the end? I think I'd rather I'd rather blow it at the end myself. Yeah,
3: no, I'd 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 rather I'd rather lose like big picture. I'd rather lose in a blowout. Obviously, if you're watching the game, you it's it's more fun for the first. Fifty or fifty-five minutes, if you if it's close. But no, I uh, I give me the ten nothing. Put me on my misery early and and let me sit there and Uh, mumble about how I knew it all along.
2: Hockey is different though because it's really hard to get blown out. Like you're pretty much always going to be in the game until there's five minutes to go, unless it's like Dallas St. Louis a couple years ago or last year, whenever it was when St. Louis blew them out in game seven. Like in football, as a Giants fan, I really haven't had too many. Blowout playoff losses. The Giants I mean they got blown out by the Ravens that one year in the Super Bowl, and that was bad. And oh like I'd rather I'd rather have them lose the way they lost. I think it was to the Vikings the one year where they gave up like ten points in the last minute. Like I'd rather that than because at least like you had enjoyment for two and a half hours than completely. Well here's
3: here's here's the other thing. It I for me, I would rather have the blowout, but it depends it depends who I'm playing. If it's a rivalry game, then give me the close loss mm. because like I don't want to be like the Avalanche losing to the Red Wings 7 nothing in in game 7 like 15 years ago right. they they still have to hear about it's that. It's way worse. Like you still get that. Like I I would rather lose yeah. that game 1 nothing and you know I, I'll I'll
2: I'll take that but So you'd yeah, you'd rather I, so okay I'm, so game 7 you'd rather lose you'd rather lose the Avs Red Wings way than like Devils Rangers 94 where the Rangers win double overtime.
3: Yeah. If like, let's say the Leafs are playing, let's say the Leafs are playing the lightning in the first round this year. No, no real history, not really a rivalry. I'd rather lose game seven, seven, nothing than two to one at the line. I mean, if it's, it, you know, it, and again, like that's, if, if it's like comes down to the wire, if they're making a comeback, you know, maybe that's one thing, but you know, over like compared to like the way they lost to the Bruins. Yeah. Give, give me the Give me the blowout and I'll. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, well put me a, out of my a collapse.
2: Really, so. A collapse is different. If it's close the whole game and you yeah, lose, like the way the. I mean, the Jaguars collapsed a little bit, but I mean, eh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's each their own, I guess. Um, This question is just specifically for me, and the answer is easy. Ryan wants to know if I could eliminate one team from existence. Would it be the Patriots or Blackhawks? The Patriots. It's not even close. The Blackhawks win the Cup. It's like eh. the Patriots win the Super Bowl. It's like I want to throw my TV out the window. So it's that one's. That one's pretty easy.
3: But I think Corey Crawford has basically eliminated the Blackhawks from existence. Yeah, too bad they don't have
2: Scott Darling. That, to, that. You know. Too
3: bad. Yeah, too too bad. Like, I mean, Stan Stan Bowman. Like, bud, you want to you want to make a move here
2: anytime? They probably can't put. I mean, is Corey Crawford on long term IR? I don't think they can put him on because I think he could. I, he could come back. All right. It's not like he's definitely out for the season. He's yeah,
3: but you can go in can you not go on long term? I don't know. I, I don't. You're right. I don't know how the cap works, yeah. but you think there'd be somebody out there that he could that could do better than the two two guys they got now. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure Scott Darling's available if they <laughs> if they want him. I don't think that would be that would be uh, too tough. I like this question. This this feels like it's more of a more of a you question, but uh, one sad yam wants to know which player in the NHL would be most likely to eat a Tide pod. <sighs> Boy. I don't know. We have we don't have like a Gronkowski, no. but I feel like it would have to be a goalie. Oh,
2: just because just because like goalies, are goalies are weird. That
3: probably do eat. They just probably do eat Tide Pods, and we just don't even hear about it because it doesn't even.
2: I don't know if this is fair, but the first thing I thought of was Dustin Brown holding the water bottle backwards on the bench and squirting it onto the ice instead of his mouth. So, but like yeah, I've, I've met you know him. What? He's not he's not dumb though. Like he's 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 a pretty smart guy. Like he's not he's not Rob Gronkowski. But that's the first thing I thought of was that who's a. Dumb. Who's just a dumb hockey player? Come on. I've talked to some dumb people. Who, who I, I, there's, there has to be someone where I'd just be like, yeah, that guy would totally do that. A dummy. Just a real dummy. Whew. I don't know. Let me let me let me think of an answer for next week. Like, there's definitely there's definitely yeah. a guy. I just can't. I'm not in locker rooms enough anymore. We'll
3: make that a, we'll make that a cliffhanger because I I feel like. Feel free to tweet us your suggestions. Yeah, for there's, 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 the, and this is going to be one of those things where like, we're going to instantly get tweets, and they're all going to say the same thing. We're going to be like, yes. Oh, Zach, Zach, Zach oh, ronaldo be,
2: Zach Ronaldo would totally eat a freaking Tide Pod. He's an idiot. He's a dummy. He's uh, a dummy and an idiot. Yeah. And an idiot. He's a dummy and an idiot. Okay. He would totally. He would absolutely eat a Tide Pod. By accident. He'd be like, oh.
3: <laughs> by, yeah. See, that's the thing. The, the The dumb guys would eat it by accident. The goalies would be like on... Somebody'll be like, I, "I think that's dangerous. You should Google it." They'd be like, "No, I did Google it. I'm I'm good with this. It's my superstition. I have to my water. I have to take two sips of my water bottle, tap my post Tom fourteen too. times in the same order, and then eat a tie pod before the opening face-off.
2: Tom, Tom Wilson would sneak up behind the tie pod and hit it from behind, and then he would put it in his mouth and swallow it. Not understand why it sucked. Uh, how about Brian? Brian wants to know if you can have one Carter McDavid or two Eric Carlson's. What do you choose? The catch though is that the Carlson's are attached. i would uh yeah i I don't i i mean i
3: you'd you'd have to just to see the uh, The, the, just to see them would that count as one player or
2: two though like do we get too many men
3: penalties every time yeah like
2: what are the and also i'm assuming that the right side of eric carlson is really good because he's right-handed but would the left side of eric carlson be just as dominant as the right side of Eric Carlson? you know like with the lefty Carlson i feel like
3: left-handed eric carlson is still like a
2: top 30 Defenseman in the league. I think I would go with because because you, if you put him back on the right side, I mean you can defend you can defend the wall and the slot almost at the same time. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah.
3: wouldn't be able wouldn't be able to split the defense for once. That'd be <laughs> that'd be and you know what would be fun would be when like right Eric Carlson and left Eric Carlson finished second and third in the Norse every year. Just split the vote and like Drew Dowdy of,
2: for the fifth straight year. Drew, Congratulations, Drew Dowdy won it again. He's gonna
3: win it this year too,
2: isn't he? he might I
3: don't know because I don't think anyone's due this year
2: well Alex Perangelo oh, was no. but now because the blues have been fading I think maybe he's not due anymore uh, have
3: you done your halfway uh, mid-season awards no. yet by the way no are you going to
2: no I'm not I'm not part of the PHWA anymore I I bailed this year I don't want to are you I not? don't want to do it yeah, oh okay I didn't realize I don't want to do it anymore right. I'm, still on the, I'm still on the email chain though I got the email you did about the halfway halfway awards I'm just sitting there I'm just sitting there in silence okay. waiting for the waiting for the weird email that I'm not supposed to get that's about me
3: yeah, I got. I'm gonna to have to let them know. Like you, you guys know Dave is still on this list,
2: right? <laughs> I told you know what happened. All I told right. Tracy, and then Tracy left for the NHL. I probably I'll, I should have told her sooner, but I just I, I I got my new PHWA card this year, and I was like, oh, I didn't pay for this. I'm not giving you money for this. I don't want to be in the PHWA anymore. So um, yeah, I think that's all the questions we we have for this week. I mean, we have more, but we also have to do other stuff today. So. Unless you have one, you see any more? anyone anyone in there you want to tackle?
3: No, I've got Ryan Taylor wants to know: Is there a hockey story that could be turned into an Oscar-worthy movie? But we we've answered that. It's the Peter yeah. uh attempt to save his job oiled by
2: up, starring Pete Shirelli. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that, I,
3: we're, let's let's workshop. Well, he has the title. to slide through the you he has to slide that.
2: through the bars to get first get first get into the building, and then he's oiled up, and he slides through the, the the security bars to get in. You're losing me. You're I mean, we shoot me. it. We shoot it tastefully. It's not going to be gross. It's going to be. It's going to be artfully done. We'll, we'll air it at Sundance and we'll win some awards. It'll be great. All, all right, I'm right. oh, in. I'm back in. <laughs> uh, that's all the. That's all the time we got. Uh, check us out at uh, Vice Biscuits on Twitter. That's all one word. Go to the iTunes and and uh, and say we're good and stuff and uh, read our read our read our stuff on the internet and say that's good too and. Uh, we'll be back next week, and we'll we'll do it all over again, and we'll talk about more Tide Pod stuff. I think there's a better Tide Pod answer than Zach Ronaldo. I'll think of something better than that. That's I'm gonna, too obvious. I'm
3: gonna spend way more, way too much time researching this <laughs> and coming up with. A, this is this is like the goalie
2: fights question all over again. It is except worse. And like, there's time to prepare. And like, I'm so dumb. Like, I I could read, I could read the questions on the train over here and be like, oh, I got an answer for that. Nope, I'm I'm too busy. You know paying attention and listening to the, jimmy Eat world
3: the, the the funny thing is the both the, the goalie fight question and the tie pod question i think in both cases robin leonard is the answer <laughs> that we're
2: looking for all right everybody see you next week see you